Thank you for listening to Reality Breached. I'm Sergio, uh, and we made it. It's the 100th episode, kinda, but we'll get to that. I want to thank everyone who has listened to Reality Breached over the years, uh, and I want to thank everyone who's been on it and contributed to it or even helped us get it on the internet. Enjoy this episode. It's all about video games. Hey, and welcome to a new episode of Reality Breached. Um, a very special episode of Reality Breached. Um, this is our 100th episode. I, you can't see the, the quote marks, but we'll get to that in a second. On the line with me, I have Reed Walker. Woohoo! Hello. He's basically my right hand man. Man, uh, you've been on a shit ton of Reality Breached episodes. That's that's what the stats say, and that's what we care about on this on this uh, website and podcast. Yes. Well, read. Um, if if you were to guess, like how many episodes of Reality Breach do you think you've been on, out of the hundred? Out of the hundred? Yeah. Uh, I would say half. Half. But but if we actually get to a hundred, and the world doesn't come to an end, I would say half by the by then. Okay. Okay. Well, assuming this is the hundredth episode, because uh, it, it it is and it isn't. So, like, this okay. is going to be, like, episode number 93 or whatever. Well, if this is the 100th episode, quote-unquote, I, I, I assume half. You have been on 64 episodes, including this one, of Reality Breached. Ooh. 64. That's, so, that's a fantastic percentage. That's a, that's a lot more than I thought. It's still that's an sure. F. Yeah. Like, right. out, of, out of 100, 64 is, is, is an F. Right. I mean, well, you know. We can't all get to be get to the A's. So. <laughs> well, in celebration of this momentous episode, <laughs> which I'm calling the fake 100 because uh, we've had so many like double episodes and so many bonus casts and, and shit on, on the feed uh, that we've only gotten to episode number 93 mm. in this 100 episodes. So. Um, what we're going to do is I'm going to talk to basically all of the contributors that are video game players uh, that have contributed to Reality Breached over the years. That's Robert, Brittany, you, uh, hopefully I can get Josh, I've got Jarius, I've just got a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. And I just want you to, since since the, the podcast started as a, uh, a video game-centric podcast, um, I want to go kind of back to our roots. I want, I want to go back to it, and, 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 I want, and I want you to tell me, Reed Walker, what is mm-hmm. your favorite video game? Or three oh. favorite video games. Or just You have like 10 to 12 minutes to talk mm-hmm. about your favorite video game or games. Well, you know you're going to have to time me. You're going to have to give, you're going to have to give me a call out to a Tom. I got because, you. I got you. Because I can probably go on about that for a minute. Ah. Uh, so <laughs> So the so the way I'm gonna phrase this, and you can correct me if it isn't right, I'm gonna say for like for me the most impactful games, like the three games that have meant meant the most to me. Okay, that's fair. In in some context, whether it be personally or or as a gamer or whatever, the, these were the three games that were like super important to me. Uh, let's see. So, Legend of Zelda: Link to the Past is probably one of those three games. 
It's not. Okay. It's not actually. I remember playing, just playing the shit out of that game and loving it to death. And my grandmother, I don't remember how this came up, how 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 she did it, why she did it. If I asked her to do it, or if she just saw me reading like the strategy guide or the or the manual or, or drawing the character Link and all that, because yeah. I drew a lot as a kid. Um, she made me the Link outfit that that was of that time, <laughs> like the tunic and the hat. Do you, are there pictures of this? I I wish to God there were, but no, Dude. I don't I don't believe there are. Anyway, uh, that's hands down my my most memorable and favorite Zelda game. Just I just really loved that game. I I still love it today. I loved. Uh, what was it? Link between Link between two worlds. Was that it? Yeah, Link Link between between worlds was the between the follow worlds. up to it. Yeah. Yeah, and and I that was the first Zelda game of all time I've like played from start to finish. It was it was great. It's great. Um, well, that's, Link to the Past is a great choice, Reed. Yes. I like I I don't I don't often say that you have good taste. Uh huh. All right. But I might have to admit that that choice was in good taste. Well, don't don't worry. The other two are gonna just like fuck all that up. So this is basically a, a shit sandwich. The middle is good, but the the bread sides are just actual poop. Okay, okay. Uh, number two, or to you, they're poop. The second one is probably Final Fantasy 3 or 6, actual. Like It was Final Fantasy 3 on the Super Nintendo, and the actual number was 6. Oh, so you're you're sticking with the retro games. Uh, not not all of them. One, one, the... The number one is not. I mean, it's retro by today's t- by the actual time, but no, it's like th- the other one's like 360 era and stuff. Okay. okay. Uh, but Final Fantasy, I'm just gonna call it Final Fantasy six, even though I, I I'm always gonna remember it as three. But Final Fantasy six was just like if there was a game that put me on the map of liking RPGs, it was probably that one. Aside from saying that, so Zelda I I have that game to blame is what you're saying. You have that game to blame that I'm somewhat of an RPG person when I'm sure I could show you other people who are insane and play all kinds of RPGs that I won't ever touch. Yeah. Like the Persona series and Tales of Symphonia. Those look cool, but dude, I'll never play those games. Ever. Why is Final Fantasy VI so good? Cause at least, again, for me, and at the time of playing it, and I don't remember the exact date, you know, early 90s, like it had all these characters involved in it. I'd never played a game like that. Like you're playing Super Mario and Contra and all these different other kind of games beforehand, right? That maybe have one, two, three characters, right? That you actually can gravitate to and like. Whereas Final Fantasy, the Final Fantasy games, and this was the first one I played, Mm -hmm. uh, had multiple characters. And this one had multiple characters. Like by the end of the game, you had 15 people that could be chosen as your four-person parties or four-person party. And mm-hmm. there are different events in the game where you have to, like, everybody's together for some reason, and they're all like, all right, guys, we have to go do these things. So you make up three party groups, right? So you take your 13, 15 people and split them up accordingly to your preferences or needs. But they all had, all the characters had personal stories. You could literally miss a couple, like, four or five of the characters, I think, mm-hmm. in the beginning part of the game, and then the latter half of the game, you could miss like half the characters 
in the, so the game basically has a norm a normal world and then a destroyed world in the second half. So yeah, okay, okay. Like I, you, you, you know, I'm not a Final Fantasy guy. Mm-hmm. And not even that big of an RPG guy, but yeah. like those early Final Fantasy games or any basically any Final Fantasy games up until ten, like I feel like are respected enough that I can admit that that could be someone's favorite game. I I would even think like if you played it and even just played it the way you want to play it, like I think you could maybe enjoy it a little bit. And even if you didn't enjoy it, like you could see what you did and see what was possible and be like, damn, that that's some shit on a on a Super Nintendo game. It's just a lot of yeah. a lot of depth, a lot more stuff to it than you'd think. Or I than I thought at the time. Yeah. Uh, my number one game, unfortunately for you, like I said, this is a shit sandwich, is probably Dark Souls 1. Are you fucking kidding me? No. Uh, like, le- okay, okay. Personally I'm going to let you talk. I'm going to let you talk about Dark Souls. I am. Uh-huh. I am. But I, I can't let you talk about Dark Souls until you address the fact that Halo is nowhere on this list. I, I was about to say, to almost finish your sentence, like, I would say an honorary fourth would be Halo, if not somewhere else, because that one probably has the most, like, memory, social memories attached to it. It has the most social memories attached to it out of any out of mm-hmm. these four games. Because, I mean, it just does. They got, I'll, I'll, the honorary mention of Halo... I mean, I remember doing lands all the fucking time, all through the night for that fucking game, and being real competitive with your friends about it. And we actually went and played a competitive team that lived in the area that kicked our ass. Uh, but it was still <laughs> such an experience. Like, and we're playing like their team has four Xboxes and four TVs in one area of the house. And we have you know no no oh, no man. no I'm I'm gonna stop you there mm-hmm. I'm gonna stop you there because that is not on your list so you don't get to gush about Hi- Halo I, shut up and yeah, talk about Dark Souls I, I'll just say that had the most social I'll give you that but personally speaking these three games were the best and Dark Souls is probably one of the best it was just so interesting like I just had visceral reactions to that game for better or worse where you're just dropped in this world and it looks really good and it's just so there's like you don't know what you're doing anymore like it kind of kind of reminds me of playing Zelda 1 and somewhat linked to the past a little bit and Final Fantasy 6 definitely cuz you're just aimlessly mm-hmm. dropped into a world mhm and and you have some direction but not very but so like basically none like you're told after you make it through the opening tutorial area, effectively, you're dropped in Firelink Shrine, and there's just some rando dude who sounds real fucking weird. And he says, there are two bells of awakening that need to be rung by the chosen one. One's up there, one's down there. Bye. <laughs> and that's all he fucking says. Like, and you don't know anything. Like, it is linear. To, you could argue it's linear, right? Because there's only one set of paths that get you to place, mm-hmm. right? They're not—it's not random, but but just getting there is such a chore and such a challenge and so fun in that game to me. Like people, there—I'm sure there are people who would think that just like 
going through the game, dying, getting sent back to the bonfire, and all the enemies respawn, and you trudge back through, you die again, you respawn, and all this stuff that sounds terrible, but like it's so it scratched an itch I never knew existed. Like I knew I had a competitive itch from playing Halo so much. But yeah. just like a personal competition, just personally wanting to do something was never something I could remember. And boy, did, okay. did this game scratch that. It's like if I didn't make it through an area and I died, I'm like, all right, I'm going to handle this differently this time. I'm I'm going to do better. And and if I get to a boss and the boss kill it, you know, you get to these bosses. And if they kill you, you restart and go through and get back to them. Maybe you need to level yourself up, collect souls and and, and uh, power up your character more. And just doing it. But when you did it right, when I did it right and won, it was so fucking gratifying <laughs> like I, I I wish I could play a game with that self gratification mm -hmm. you know something that's like no I can do that better no I can do that better mm -hmm. but that's just not how I play games yeah no and and I didn't either before this game I definitely didn't like I think I did to a degree but I never paid that much I never gave it that much attention either yeah. but man but you had to do that in this game to really get anywhere. But it was just so... To, to <laughs> summarize, just that, that game really just had so much... Gave me so many reactions and feelings and emotions and things that I'd never thought. Just fighting some of the bosses that are so grandiose and just really hitting... Just hitting things in, in my head I'd never really dealt with. Just monsters that are so much bigger than you and so dangerous, right? Where in other games you fight bosses that are... Uh, you know, they don't kill you in one hit or two hits or three hits, right? Yeah. This game, you you literally die just in two or three hits if you if you're not fucking paying any attention. And then just that kind of gratification, it's, it all comes back to that it's self gratification of discovery, of beating enemies and bosses and finding stuff. Reed Walker, mm -hmm. <laughs> thank you for your time. And more importantly, thank you for your your, your immense contribution uh, to Reality Breached over the years. We're like seven years in. Eight years in? Mm -hmm. Seven years in. I don't fucking know. Uh, and I don't see it ending, in, ending anytime soon, and you will be there as long as I am well, there. Well, I, I really appreciate that, and I, I hope I can keep providing something of merit to anybody on here. So, Absolutely. Uh, next up, I'm not sure who we have next up, but next up we have another contributor who is going to give us their favorite video game slash games of all time. Uh, stick around. Whee. Ladies and gentlemen, I tracked him down. Josh Alcaraz is on the call. That's a goddamn line. You can't prove anything. Like, it's so hard to schedule shit when you're on the other side of the country. You know that. Well, I'm a busy man. I've got uh, many, many balls in the air at one time to juggle. And, uh, yeah, not really. I've got nothing. 
Okay. All right. Well, w- welcome to the hundredth episode, Josh. Yay! Like, like the, the reason I say the hundredth episode is because we have released one hundred different episodes of Reality Breached. Uh-huh. Um, there's no duplicates. No duplicate episodes. There's no duplicate episodes. All right. There are two part episodes. Does that count as one or two? That counts as two. That's why. Uh. That's why it's our fake one hundredth. Oh. Because we're only at like episode ninety three or whatever. Uh, you, my friend, since you are a founding member of the podcast, you have been on. Let me pull out my records here. Forty two episodes. Holy shit! I need to get my life together. Yeah, yeah, but that's only forty two percent of the episodes. Like that, it's not even half. Do you know how many I've been on? Uh, ninety three. Ninety nine. Ninety. Wait, you were on an episode. That, there was an episode where you weren't on it. I introed the I introed the episode, but I wasn't actually part of the the panel. No. Okay, we're here to talk about <laughs> video games because that's what this really is is a video game podcast, right? At the end of the day, yes, yes. it is. Uh, and, and Mr. Alcaraz, uh, I need you to tell me, in no order, what what is your favorite video game and a couple of others that um you're fond of. I mean, of all time. I've been thinking about this a lot the last couple of seconds, and <laughs> I gotta say, just for overall entertainment and 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 story and and just enjoyment in general, World of Warcraft. And I mean, I'm sure you knew I was going to say that. I did but not. I did World not know you were going to say that. I'm sure you thought I was going to say Uncharted or Metal Gear or something like that, <laughs> but no. Overall. I've gotten just, more enjoyment out of War, World of Warcraft. Shocked, just shocked. Like I s- seriously thought you were going to say Uncharted or, or uh, Metal Gear, because those are the only games you you don't shut up about. If like World of Warcraft was like, oh, I beat that game and it's done, then it would probably be Metal Gear, with Uncharted coming in second, and then Warcraft in third. But because this is an ongoing game and it keeps giving me joy and pleasure, I take my breaks and then I come back to it. And I still have fun, and there's always something to do. Metal Gear is the one. I mean, not Metal Gear. <laughs> World of Warcraft. Freudian is the one. slip. Oops. Uh, so, okay, so how 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 long have you been playing World of Warcraft? Uh, let's see. It came out in 2004, yeah. and then the whenever the next the first expansion came out, I started playing like right after that got released. So I guess 2005, 2006, somewhere okay. around there. And I've been pretty much playing consistently with taking a few months off here and there between expansions, but uh, pretty much consistently since oh, then. Oh, God. So, like, 13 years? Jesus. Yeah. So, so like, you yeah. went you went through, like, all the original stuff, and then Cataclysm hit and re-reset everything, right? Uh, it just changed some of the areas. It didn't really reset anything. It didn't? Oh, okay. I, I don't uh, know anything I mean, about World of yeah. Warcraft. I just thought that was kind of a thing well, that, like, upped the resolution and shit. Well, yeah, they did upgrade graphics and shit like that during Cataclysm, but like as far as the game itself goes, it just changed some areas. There's some new quests and stuff. Some stuff that was there since the beginning is now altered to be different, and the landscape, the layout, everything uh, in certain areas changed. Okay, and there's no way to go back to old World of Warcraft? Not right no. Now. I think, aren't no. they working on like a... They are. They were coming out with Warcraft Classic, which is a... It's not vanilla... Warcraft, but it's uh, supposed to be like 
the vanilla experience with the old content and all that stuff, but it's got all the bug fixes and stuff in place as well, so it's not going to be the shit show vanilla was. <laughs> but it's all the vanilla content. Okay, okay. Well, what about what about World of Warcraft has kept you going? Uh, the story's really amazing. It really is. If you actually get into the storylines and the lore and the different characters, it's like Game of Thrones, but without all the reading and waiting <laughs> <laughs> yeah R- really like i've never heard of i know nothing about the story whatsoever i know there's pandas at some point eventually yeah. yes yes there is pandas. Uh, i know that there's orcs is that is that's a thing right yeah that's like the one of the main orcs versus humans is what it started okay. off okay yeah and then it slowly evolved throughout the original rts games the story uh which kind of like culminated with warcraft 3 where like a huge storyline uh started and then when world of warcraft came out a lot of the stories that started in those rts games got some resolution or some continuation with them so it's uh it's an ongoing thing but uh yeah no it's it's a it's got an amazing story for sure wow okay okay well you had mentioned uncharted and uh metal gear so those are your those are your fallbacks is that correct Yes, if I if we're talking about like a game that has an, an end in sight or can be beaten, uh, in that situation, then Metal Gear and then Uncharted. And I say that mostly because I've replayed those games probably four or five oh, times God. each, uh, and found it enjoyable every playthrough with different things to do. Or especially Metal Gear. Metal Gear has got a lot of replayability. Hmm. So, huh, well, that was that was quick. Yeah. No, no yeah. nonsense. Hey, here's one, two, and three. Uh, did I mean there's there's tons of games out there, but if we're just trying to go for like the best of the best. Okay. Know? Okay. Well, which which Uncharted is your favorite? Oh, I mean at this point it's got to be four. Although two is amazing, also. Okay. Well, quick rank, rank them. Uh, Uncharted four is in first place, uh, followed by Uncharted two. Then probably I would say Uncharted three. Oh, that's and then the right one. answer. Very good, very very good. Yeah. But what yeah. about Metal Gear? What's your favorite Metal Gear game? Five, five clearly. Five. Wow, that was a real quick answer. Yeah, five then three, then so Metal Gear five would be in first place, then Metal Gear three would be second place, then probably Metal Gear one and then two, and then there's a bunch of other little ones too that are. Not necessarily numbered that are kind of scattered in there as well, but as far as like the the, the modern main five yeah. CD, yes, C, coming on it came on a CD <laughs> or a DVD or whatever. <laughs> nothing, that's the, nothing that's on the order. UMD. <laughs> no, no. There's some good games on the UMDs too, but those are hybrids. I don't count them. <laughs> They're not. They don't have the full scope as a an actual console game does. All right. Although shit, Metal Gear Three was fucking amazing. Huh. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. sure it was. I replayed that game. I play. I replayed that game probably five, ten times too. There's just so much different ways to do different things in those games that it really does make it fun huh. to replay them. But you know, five five's got it because it's just the overall gameplay and control and everything is just. It's really um, what's the word I'm looking okay. for? It's satisfying. Okay. Question or just co- commentary? Both you and Reed gave me like. Really surprising answers. 
for your favorite game of all time. What, what would you his? think his would be? Uh, uh, what's that game he plays all the time? Uh, some sort of weird Japanese uh, hybrid that no one's ever heard about, probably. <laughs> what? Like, Hack Gundam Fusion 3 Kitty Cat Edition or something. No, I don't know. <laughs> no. He plays a lot of Smite. Smite. Oh, yeah, I guess he does play that yeah. game. Um, was that his number no, one answer? his number one answer was uh, Dark Souls. Really? That That is surprising. Yeah. I wouldn't take him for the, the kind that would really dig on that kind of game. It seems like it'd be, like, extremely difficult. Yeah, yeah. like, when he said Dark Souls, I was like, it's not Halo? Yeah, Halo would totally have been it. My guess, actually. Halo guy, so... So both of you just surprising me with your answers. So, so like, from I mean, now on, when you just troll me and throw uh, Metal Gear into, into the conversation, I'm going to then throw it back at you and say, Ha-ha, that's not even your favorite game. Shut up, Josh. Uh-huh. I played myself. You played is that yourself. what you're saying? Is that what you're saying, DJ Lugo? <laughs> <laughs> you played yourself. Oh, well. Wow. No, it's, if we're talking console, then it's got to be Metal Gear. It's it's like trying to choose between your children that you didn't conceive of or do anything but play with a few times. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, um, well, well Josh, uh, it's been 100 episodes, and... 100 episodes, woo! I hope we have at least, like, 10 or 12 more. But yes, maybe yeah, I plan on doing a handful more. Just a handful? Just a handful, just or a like couple, a couple hundred? Just a couple. No, I, okay. hopefully we do 100 more, hopefully we do two. I don't know how many we're going to do, but I've really enjoyed doing this. Uh, you've made it fun, Reeves made it fun, all the, all the contributors have made it fun, so uh, I thank you for everything you've done for the podcast, and um, yes, I sir. look forward to having you on more episodes. Uh, me as well, and uh, thank you to all the fans who have made all this possible with your ongoing support and financial contributions to Sergio's personal account. Uh, we couldn't have done it without you. <sighs> all right, man. Well, uh, I guess here we jump to the next person. Bye, Bye. everybody. <laughs> games on your, games on your phone. Do you have any games? Okay, it's time for our next segment. Uh, we're burning through all of these these uh, reality breach contributors. Yeah. Uh, next up is Brittany. Oh come on. This you? How many episodes have you been on now? Like seven? A lot. Eight? I will say this is like um, I think I'm coming up on a year with you guys. That's that's right. That's right. And I've been um, really honored to hang out with you guys and do this. It's so much fun. Well, well thank you. Thank you. Like, we're, really... we're honored to have you. Good. You and need to have more girls, though. That's true. That's true. That's true. I, I need to kick off uh, Reed and Robert. Yeah. And Don't... just replace them with, with ladies. With girls. Yes. That's fine. Just rename it to Reality Broads. I would be okay with that. Okay. Bye, Robert. <laughs> Bye, Reed. <laughs> See y'all later. Uh, let's see. My, as my, I have, a, I have an official official count. You've been on six episodes. Wow. Has it really only been six? It'll be seven once. It'll be about seven or eight by the that's time fine. This, this goes up. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty good. Yeah. 
Uh, I'm proud of myself. It's a lot of work. What is your favorite video game of all time, Brittany? Okay. This is more going to be more recent. And I That's think fine. that this... I think I'm going to be okay with this answer. I thought about this. And I'm going to say... And you're probably going to be mad. Uh, because I think I we've know. talked about this before. Okay. Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not... That's the wrong answer. <laughs> But that's because I've never played a Zelda game before. So this was like the first Zelda game that I played. And I wanted to say Uncharted, but I love that game. Mm -hmm. But I feel like Breath of the Wild really challenged me, and I got really pissed. Really? Yeah, I hated it. (laughs) (laughs) So you hated your favorite game of all time? Yeah, well, I mean, it was. um, it's just one of those things where you have to really do a lot of stuff you have to mm-hmm. well you can if you're like hardcore you can build your yeah you don't have to build your character you don't have to build link up or do anything you can just run through it mm-hmm. whereas me i'm so dumb that i can't <laughs> do that <laughs> it's really like just one of those like skyrim games where you can just mm-hmm. Ugh. What's this? you don't it's like that yeah, either like, when you say skyrim like i break oh, out the hives gosh. like that game is fantastic like, oh it's like skyrim it's like oh that game is fantastic. I don't like crafting. And that's no link. Zelda's not like that, but I mean. So, so like, how many hours do you think you put into it? Oh, I've probably put in over a hundred hours on that game. Wow. I mean, I played it this morning. What? Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm assuming you're playing on the Switch. I'm playing on the Switch. Okay. So, um, portable. How does it? it does it play well portable? It plays really well portable. I mean, we've taken it to like doctor's appointments oh. and things like that. <laughs> what is? <laughs> funny about that i don't like that is what it's for i don't know it's just such a large game to be like it's really but i mean if you think about it i mean it's waiting for my prescription to be filled (laughs) knock out this dungeon but it's really um it's a really pretty game i mean i think it was really beautiful and i think it worked really well i'm gonna have to get the dlc now that i've i accidentally beat it i didn't mean to beat it (laughs) because i did because it's really one of those things like i said you have to build up and you can't go into like a um what do they call them? Divine beasts. You can't just like run up in there and like be you, like, yeah. You can. It just it makes takes, it real hard. It's really hard. Yeah, yeah. And when I first did it, I was like, oh, this is gonna be easy, and it was like the hardest thing ever. Yeah. yeah. And so then I would um, go to like the next one, and then I would build build it up and beat it, and then I got to like the last two, and it was easy. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm gonna go try and beat this calamity again, and I bet it's gonna be super hard. No, it calamity was again really, is a real dumb name. It, yeah. <laughs> Calamity. Calam- yeah. <laughs> hey, help skip away. Yeah, it is um, it's like the the Southern Bell version <laughs> of of Ganon. Yeah, Calamity Ganon. But I mean, he was really easy to beat. It was it was just like I think that would be the only negative thing that I would have mm-hmm. to say about that was that you the ending. Yourself? Yeah, like the ending <laughs> was extremely disappointing, and then mm-hmm. you don't get like a new game plus you don't get anything after like if you beat it you have to basically beat it again like you have to do everything else in the game and then the last thing you do is beat mm-hmm. calamity again and i don't like that i want like a new game plus um, that's what i want like in Batman. sounds like it's not the greatest game ever but i loved it it was really fun like it really <laughs> has to be my favorite. like i could probably play that game all day and not be mad and get like you could I, I would play for like six hours and i would feel like no time had passed that's so that's like it's it's remarkable to, to hear that 
when I played it, I had to force myself to sit really? down and play it. Yeah, yeah. But you've played Zelda. Like, you're a, a hardcore yeah. oh, Zelda fan. Oh, I'm very much fan. a Zelda, like... See, I'm not. Zelda guy, and this wasn't a Zelda game. I wasn't... No. They were trying to go into it a different not. direction. And I, re- I respect a lot of the choices they made. Like, yeah. the, the non-linear, like, you can just do whatever. You can do whatever you want. That's cool. But... I don't like crafting. I don't like breaking weapons. I don't yeah. I, I, like. I don't like them giving zero direction. Right. I don't like having to climb up a damn tower to mark a yeah. map. Like, right, what the yeah. fuck is this? <laughs> like, it, it, it's it's it, it they, they, they stripped out all of the handholding. Yeah. And replaced yeah. it with figure it out. And I like that. I don't like. That. But see, you're not like that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. you can't go and play an Elder Scrolls game or like a mm-hmm. excuse me, like a Fallout. <laughs> Do you like Fallout? No. Mm-mm. See, you're not an RPG fan. Mm, not really. You're like, let's play Burnout Paradise. Yeah. Jump a gorge. Hey. <laughs> hey, don't don't knock fun. don't knock it till you try it. We're driving. Gorge jumping. But um, no, that I mean, I think that and Uncharted would be like my top top two. I think. That's a hard question. Well, yeah, that's why we're that's why we're doing this. Where did you ask me this? I don't know. I'm trying to think of like any other games that I've played that have. Oh, The Witcher. I mean, I really like that game. See, that's uh, you're, See? you. You just keep naming games I want nothing to do with. See, because yeah. you're not fun. You're I, like I, I, look, you're like a I, I simple have the right opinion. Like a simple like oh we're gonna just keep Basic it easy way, yeah like come on like play some stuff I used to be like that because you know I used to be like Call mm-hmm. of Duty all the time let's just play Call uh, of Duty yeah, and Call yeah. of Duty and Call of Duty and then I started playing other stuff because I had no choice because Call mm-hmm. of Duty got lame yeah like 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 <laughs> I think the closest game to that that I enjoyed was um, Horizon Zero Dawn yeah I never played that one um but it still had too much pointless minutia yeah. Like, I just want to run and shoot things. I want to run and I want to, I want to be cool with a bow. You know, I don't want to. So he have plays to, Zelda because he has a bow. I don't want to have to hide behind a damn tree and or Link. I'm sorry. And, and, and slowly craft like, oh, this this one has yeah. an ice arrow. It's like, fuck you! I just want to kill something. <laughs> I can't believe you didn't like The Witcher. The Witcher was fun. Oh, I'm trying to think of some other stuff that like is really fun to play. I don't know. Eh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Can't think of anything that you that you had fun with. I'm trying to think. I don't know. Oh man, I just had it on the tip of my tongue. It was a game that came out in um, Elijah Dusku was in it or something. Oh my gosh, what is the name of that game? Yeah. Oh my goodness. All what right, is we're it? gonna we're gonna consult the Google. Oh my gosh. Elijah Dusku game. I'm pretty sure it was Elijah Dusku. Uh, wet. 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 Yes! <laughs> that was a good one. I was at the E3 where they rolled out wet. You went to E3? Yeah. I'm you never to... heard this story? No. Yeah, I'm trying to go the coming up year. Yeah, I went in 09. Let's go. Like, it's it's fun. It's fun. Let's make it, make it happen. I don't know if it's worth paying entrance for. No, yeah, we're going to do that. But if we can get in as, like, a press entity and we actually get to do interviews and get Let's into do it. closed doors, yeah. Let's make it yeah. happen. All right. But wet, yeah. Like, that wet. game was fun. Wet. I think it was just, it's really, like, one of those bullshit games where you just <laughs> turn it on and you're like, let's see where this takes us. You know? Like, that's really what it is. So, to, to close this out, you're saying that wet <laughs> is as good as Breath of the Wild. 
No. That's, that's <laughs> like through this conversation. I've, that's what I heard. Uh, yeah, probably. I mean, if I if you like brought if you were like let's play wet, I'd be like yeah sure let's do it let's play it let's hook it up. All right. Well, this has been fun. Yeah. Despite you being wrong. Okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> If you say so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess I gotta throw to someone else now. Yeah, that's fun. Thank you for your time, Brittany. You're welcome. <laughs> Episode 100 continues. Uh, now sitting with me is the one, the only, host of the Black Pocket Podcast. <laughs> and the Reality Breach Local Spotlight. <laughs> it's Robert Morris. Hey. We, we, we made it to 100, man. We made it to 100. 100th episode. You say 100, I say 100. And congratulations. Thank you, thank you. It's been a very long time yes it's been a, it's been a long journey and a lot of burnout clearances so you had to do a lot of leaps <laughs> to get the perfect score you know what I mean? <laughs> shout out to the worst game ever made <laughs> wow like burnout paradise is a fucking classic <laughs> hey god burnout class is a fucking <laughs> burnout classic is a fucking <laughs> burnout paradise is a fucking classic somebody on there's a reddit Somebody. There is. There, yeah. It's, it's, I, will, I will pull up the Metacritic score. <laughs> it is arguably the best racing game ever. That and Flubber are two of the ever. greatest games ever made. Ever. Ever. With a capital E, guy. Robert Morris. Sergio. What's your favorite game? Um, of all time. Of all time. I've... This could be something on the NES. It could be something on the Genesis. It could be something on the Commodore 64. Man, you went back with that one. It, um, it, it could be on some on the Switch. No, nah, man, my favorite game is Wreck It Ralph. That's not even a game. Oh, it's a movie. Sorry. <laughs> um, my favorite, <laughs> my favorite uh, video game of all time is the Mass Effect trilogy. Okay. With, okay. Red, with Red Dead Redemption being a very, very close second. Okay. Okay. Uh, that's a good answer. I'm going by replayability. Um, the story was solid. Um, you can actually build off the previous games that you played. Uh, the character development was amazing. Um, the being in space was great because <laughs> because <laughs> being in space, in space is great. Yeah, the it's the, way better than fantasy. Yeah, the concept was good. Even the DLC was really good because you got to um, discover who made the uh, the the antagonist. Yeah. Do we ever, like... The Reapers. I need to... I, I probably need to dive back into that series at some point, because do we ever find out who the Shadow guy is that's, like, giving him... The guy? Oh, the Shadow Broker? Yeah. Um, no, Laurel Tassani is now the Shadow Broker. She found him, and then uh-huh. killed him, and then she becomes the Shadow Broker. <laughs> nice, okay. In the <laughs> second game... Or maybe the third. I don't remember which one. It was the second game. She becomes a shadow broker. Oh, because that I was didn't know that. that was her main goal was to find a shadow broker. Okay. If 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 um 
my memory serves me correctly. Yeah. Yeah, but Shepherd's a beast, man. I played a black shepherd because you're welcome. And uh, <laughs> I was uh, Paragon all day because Goku and All Might. And, I like uh, when I when I played, I was Paragon like most of the way. But if somebody real really pissed me mm-hmm. off, I just marked them. I was yeah, like, no, no, fuck you. I'll I'll renegade this motherfucker. There were some moments where like, okay, renegade renegade this bitch because he's gonna kill somebody, and you know you had to renegade. You had to renegade some people, but um in the in the main things, I went Paragon, and doing that, I was able to actually. Especially, especially in the second game, I was actually have everybody survive on first round, first go. Oh, that's impressive. First go around, everybody lived. Let's talk. I'm let's talk about very, very, very proud of that. Like, <laughs> and you should be. Let, let's let's talk about that specifically. Like mm-hmm. that mechanic in Mass Effect Two was really cool. Yes. Like we're gathering this crew because we have something we need to do, mm-hmm. and the way you gather it, the 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 the, the way you tell your story, ends up determining. Who of your crew survives? Like, yes. that's unheard of. You or have, it was at that time. You literally have to play the side missions to a T yeah. and get everybody's faith up in you in order to have a successful mission. Well, at least, at least you want to have everybody survive. And then in the third game, it plays off that even more. So it's really cool, especially when you see Jack again. Mm-hmm. He smacks the shit out of you. It was amazing. <laughs> I had a romance with her, man. She was fire. I'm really glad you brought up romance. So, who owned your romance? Man, I romance <laughs> everybody. I was a pimp. I'm just playing. I wasn't. Never lost. Uh, I romanced uh, Talia. So, her accent was on point. She was an accident? No, her accent. Oh, okay. It's just the way she was. She's like, man. I was like, this girl cool, man. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna be with her. Uh, wanna unlock that mask. And was, oh, she took the mask off. Let me tell you something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I had to pause the game. Uh, I was flustered. Uh. I was flustered. Uh, that was a lie, ladies That's and gentlemen. Gross. I didn't do that. I didn't do that. I really didn't do that. I didn't do that. But off air, I did it. Uh, uh, then after that. It was Jack. So in the first game, it was Tali. The second game, it was Jack. The third game, it was nobody because I was just trying to survive. And <laughs> 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 Reapers was, no, wasn't playing, man. Yeah. Because I had it up on, I had a difficulty up, and it was, it was, because I had all my stuff from the first and the second game. So I was just trying to play to completion. Ah, uh, <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Like, as I said, I should probably like I'm gonna play Andromeda soon, which I know isn't isn't a good game. Well, I will tell you about Andromeda because um, I played it. No, no, don't, don't. I haven't played it yet. Well, but, I'm gonna say play it. Um, I'm play I didn't game. romance anyone. Ass. Why? I I don't know. Like it you just, didn't romance a man. I didn't romance anyone. Because you can do it. Like I was. I, I, well, for one, I didn't have the patience. I'm just like if I walk in this room and they don't want to, I just walked out. All right, whatever. You know, I'm, I don't that. I am more professional than that. I would love to see you when you was uh, a tad bit younger picking up chicks. Oh, oh yeah, I was back. not good at it. <laughs> Say, hey, you want to know? All right, bye. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Paragon today. <laughs> Paragon to death. Yeah, so I, I, I like to hear how people played through that game because mm-hmm. everyone's a little different. Mine was just very much, I'm going to stay in this corner and, you know, save the galaxy, guys. 
Yeah, I'm boobies. Dude, I dude, like some people go straight <laughs> renegade and I'm like, y'all, y'all gotta be come to put the come to come together. Y'all are tearing y'all are trumping this shit. Well, you know, ahead of time, you know, we didn't know that this um, <laughs> travesty was gonna happen to the American people. Yeah, so but my second and I know you said one, but I gotta put yeah, I gotta you got, get, a few, you got a few more minutes. I gotta put this in there and it's um Red, Red Dead Redemption. Uh, and you see, that's one I gotta completely disagree with. I did not like um, Red Dead at all. Well, I don't care because you're wrong. Uh, <laughs> at all, I don't care because you're wrong. You like Burnout Paradise. I don't. Oh, I don't value your opinions in video games. <laughs> Whatever that, because especially when you make it to um, there's two th- two specific scenes in that game when you make it to Mexico the first time and Iris drops you off or whatever that drunk some bitch. And you're just riding into Mexico, that song that comes on, and you're just going to that small town, and you see Landon Ricketts for the first time. And then when you're you're up in the mountains and it's snowing, that scenery was great. And the song you was playing when you was going home for the first time, that was that was amazing. Like I, I still remember those two things in the game specifically. But. The gameplay, I liked it. You immersed yourself in the wilderness. I mean, you can sit there and not do shit for days, and just play the and just play side missions and and stuff. And um, especially that creeper guy that knew your whole life <laughs> outside the um, uh, outside of man. What was the name of that farm that that saved you when you when you got shot? Oh, I know, I know, yeah, I know yeah. What you're talking about. Um, shout out, shout out to that. The only character in that game I liked was the. Uh, the snake oil, the snake oil salesman. Charles Dickens, was that what his name was? I, I don't know so. his name, name, but he was like he was, like, he was constantly Charles trying to rip people off. Yeah, only character I was like, <laughs> you're cool, because he was trying to rip people off with yeah, it was, with fu- it was funny piss, vinegar, and yeah, probably tarantula hair. When when <laughs> when when my character got to Mexico, I was like, oh shit, there's more map. This game's not over yet. That was literally my reaction to Mexico in that game. That's horrible. I know. That's a horrible reaction. Just like the game is. Mexico. No, the game is not mad because (laughs) one thing, I didn't have to get on a turbo horse and ride up a ramp and clear the Rio Grande. If the shit had turbo horses, we might be having a different conversation. It didn't have turbo horses. I know. But it was a shooter game. How do you not like the the red eye? It's fine. My opinion, Mass Effect trilogy, <coughs> Dramada, and I'm not gonna count that Dramada, and um, Red Dead Redemption. Okay. I can't wait for Red Dead Redemption too. That is a valid opinion. Mm-hmm. I it bugs me that I'm gonna have to deal with people talking about Red Dead Redemption two for the next year. You're not gonna. You, I have I mean, to. I'm can, gonna have to deal can, with that because you, everyone's you gonna be like, it. "Dude, did you play Red Dead two? Dude, dude, oh, bro, it's so good." It's like I don't, I don't want to hear about it, man. Ladies and gentlemen, this the point of this show <laughs> was for you all to hear the games that I like to play, and I've given you the games that I like to play that that are memorable, rememberable to me, but. We got a little bit of hate over here. Well, that was Robert Morris. <laughs> Go check out the Black Pocket Podcast. And if you haven't already subscribed to the local spotlight, subscribe to that. And thank you for creating Reality Breached. Oh, well, you're welcome. I know. You've been breached, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
We've got another um, another segment for you. Um, the the off oft oft is that the right phrase? The oft contributor, yeah, uh, Michael Yates is on on the on the, the Skype. He's he's on the he's on the line, and uh, we're going to talk about his favorite video games now because I know he plays a lot of video games. So Mike, Mike, wel- welcome back to Reality Breach. Hello, and I'm glad to be back. Uh, it's, it's like you know the visit from your aunt every other sixth. It's the seventh month, and you're like, hey, thanks for stopping by and announce. Uh, let's talk about shit all day until food's done, you know? But that's that's kind of that's kind of what we're doing here. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, uh, we, we have reached our, our 100th, and um, you can't see the air quotes, but we've reached our 100th episode. Uh, and and in, in celebration of that 100th episode, I need you, Mr. Yates... To give me a rundown, what is your favorite video game slash games? Because 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 this we started as a video game podcast. I, I I think we need to kind of dip our toes back into that. So so what's your what's your favorite video game, bro? Uh, okay, so <clears throat> I'm 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 into like I'm I'm pretty pretty you know mainstream. Like I like a lot of games that I started playing because other people were playing them. Halo, the Halo franchise is one of them. All my friends are playing it. I was barely playing video games outside of a few I had on my GameCube, but I wasn't like doing a lot of online stuff. So, uh, Halo was up there. I can get to that in a little bit later. Then to just, I was looking for something to scratch my itch after Elder Scrolls and after uh, Bluetooth Fallout Three. Mass Effect came out and mm, fell in love with Mass Effect. Mass Effect probably my number my number one for its genre but number two overall okay. but a game that a lot of people a lot of people who have played it will will will, will go oh shit, yeah I, I remember that game oh, that was a good game you know but they kind of forgot about it dragon's dogma okay. that's my number one because i say that only because I could pl- I can go back to that game the, the way the game's set up you can new game plus it multiple times mm-hmm. and you can just only get stronger and stronger till you reach a uh, a cap per se and then you have another level you can level up all your gear you reach that cap but there's still you know you never reach to a point where you're just one shotting enemies okay o- okay well well you you spouted a lot of data there so let's break it let's break it down <laughs> okay so you say Halo when you say Halo. Do you mean like Halo Combat Evolved, or you mean a Halo like the like um, the overarching like the Halo the Halo gameplay? The the Halo gameplay. Um, I'm, I'm I came in at uh, Halo Two. Uh, Halo One was super popular. I watched people play it. I'm like, eh, whatever. You guys are nerds. And you know, went back to play Yu Gi Oh. You know, so <laughs> can't really say much, but. You know, I, I finally got into a Halo 2 when uh, the day one record-breaking sales and all. And I'm like, oh, this game can't be that great. Whatever, I'll go buy an Xbox. 
you know, from the pawn shop and go get a copy of Halo to whatever. And, you know, I was already on, <laughs> uh, I already had, um, broadband. I already had well, broadband, like, so. For, for, the, for the record, what a fucked up way to, like, naysay a game. It's like, uh, this game can't be that good. I'm just going to buy it and then buy the system it goes with and then fuck uh, it, right? <laughs> okay, okay, initially, initially, I bought, uh, the Xbox. And uh, guy Halo Two was there. I was going after Elder Scrolls Morrowind, and I'm, I'm and I was I was more looking forward to Morrowind. But everybody was on Xbox Live. They just uh, did a, you know put out Xbox Live when Halo Two came out. So I was like, I already got broadband internet. Might as well get online and pay sixty dollars a year for this shit. Well, I think back then it was right at fifty. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it was at fifty back then. Um, he got on and, whew, boy, when I say I lost my mind, I lost my <laughs> goddamn mind. Like, I didn't know how competitive that I could be until I started playing this fucking game and thinking, I mean, I'm not great at shooters. I play Goldeneye. I'm not that great at shooters. I'm sorry, shooting them, like, you know, really learning the maps and. And every time there's a new map, it's all like, what is this world I'm in? And learning it and getting getting down, you know, and teammates are, are shit. And I'm like, ah, I'm doing better than them. I'm at 15 kills. Ha ha. I'm like 10 away from the leaderboard and, and, and way more competitive than I needed to be. Like, like I have, I have permanent like fracturing in one of my, my leg bones because I sit there and beat my leg every time I died or something. Instead of breaking the controller or breaking something else, you know, I, I just, Pounded the crap out of my right leg, so I have trouble now because of that game. Wow! Like, it, like physical damage. You, like, like, like one. Like, like you, you sound like a you sound like a fifteen year old whose whose life goes completely unchecked, and they're just able while. to eat and drink and do whatever the fuck they want. And then thirty years later, they're like, "Oh, I probably shouldn't have eaten all those Cheetos." Yeah, that's that's kind of where I was with that game because it, it's ruined me for any other competitive shooter. Oh well, okay. Well, well, let's let's talk about Mass Effect then. When 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 you say Mass Effect, do you mean Mass Effect, or do you mean the overarching story of Mass Effect? Um, overarching story so far, but when I it's kind of like Halo Two was for me. Mass Effect Two, I played Mass Effect One, enjoyed it. Didn't really get a lot of uh, emotional connection to it. <clears throat> Mass Effect Two, I fell in love with that game, like. Like, Mass Effect 3 only has one segment where I fell in love with. It was the last DLC. And that was the only thing that, like, kept me going back and replaying that DLC. It was the Citadel DLC. Mm -hmm. Because it did what Mass Effect 2 did. Got you invested in all the characters because you were just learning all these characters. And they were, like, they added, like, six new characters from the original Mass Effect franchise. And they all have fleshed out missions. They all have fleshed out... Um, personalities, they had stories, and for whatever reason, they didn't show up in the next game. You found out what happened to them, and either a quick little, oh shit, you're here, bro, what's up? Oh man, you know, I'm doing this thing over here on the other side of the galaxy, but I'll call you though. Alright, okay, later, Shep. And then you find out, oh no, they died. Oh, uh, they, they tied up a lot of loose ends. Okay, Dragon's Dogma. Like, this is really the only game you mentioned that, that, that highlights your, uh, interesting taste because yes. no one else would even no one else i've talked to for this podcast specifically has even come close to name dropping dragon's dogma 
Yeah, I'm, I'm not surprised. Dragon's Dogma is kind of like everybody has that one obscure game on their list. For some people, it's stuff like um, freaking um, Katamari Damachi or uh, Pokemon Puzzle League. You know, some random stuff that they just Pokemon fucking Puzzle love. Puzzle League is fucking baller, dude. Right. So everybody has that one random game that they just love and they can always play, either on their phone, console, what have you. Dragon's Dogma um, put me in the mode that is common in video games now, the the shoot-to-loot aspect of it, because, you know, play Borderlands, love Borderlands. Um, ooh, what was that other one that came out that was just like Borderlands that nobody Destin- played? Destiny? Yes, that game. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was a joke. Anyway, um, so this was before Destiny, of course, but Borderlands was big. Everybody was all on Borderlands, and then we get to RPGs starting to do the whole, you know, swing your sword to loot thy enemy, and it was Dragon's Dogma was on one of those because lots of different type of loot, lots of different abilities each one had. Uh, You could upgrade them, and they'd get more abilities, uh, more different perks, and buffs and whatnot, and you can truly make a character that looked very unique. And they had something in the, the game that I again love because I love characters, I love creating characters. They had something called the pawn system. Basically, it was a is a partner pet person. I heard thing. about the pawn system. You can create this thing and you can program it and tell it how you like to fight, how it should fight, how it should respond in situations. Uh, you can uh, you can like upgrade all your shit. And give it to them if you wanted to, if they had the same class type. And you could basically build two of you if you wanted to. Or do something, or make a pawn that complements you, that does what you can't do. Uh, its aesthetics are, uh, you know, Skyrim Elder Scrolls. Uh, cameras pulled back. There's no third-person view. If you ever played a Monster Hunter game, that's the closest you're going to get to the type of combat. The pawn system is very unique to Dragon's Dogma, and I haven't seen any other game implement something like that. If they would, I'd play it just to see if it's close to Dragon's Dogma. Like yeah. having a character you can program and set and tell it to be, you know, be a good fighter and always be courteous and talk to the person you're with, and, you know, and create this atmosphere for them. It's great because I you, I'll get a bunch of chatterboxes in uh, one one party build and then I'll build another party and everyone's stone faced quiet because the person that who made them doesn't want them to talk because they want to hear and listen to everything that's going on around them and they don't want to hear NPCs talk to each other because the the pawns will sit there and talk to each other they won't call each other by name of course okay okay I'm I'm gonna stop you there we're running way long yeah. <laughs> I know you can talk for, for about Dragon's Dogma yeah. for probably days. Anybody who knows me knows I can. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, I, I just want to thank you for your contributions on Reality oh, oh. Breached thus far. I saw seven episodes. Now we got eight. Hey, Ooh. seven. That's not bad. That's not bad. That's like that's what? That's a 7% return. Right? I guess I get a whole 7%. Se- whole that. 7%. It's like oh, taxes. My. Like so, I don't. So I get so I'm tax free. Yeah, you're tax free. Reality breach tax free. <laughs> uh, but no, thank thank you for for everything you've contributed so far, and I, I look forward to uh, having you on future episodes. I, here's where I pitch it to the next contributor, Hadouken.
Okay, next up we have Clarence Brown. He's, uh, like, he's kind of responsible for all of this happening, so congratulations, Clarence. Am I really responsible? I don't, I don't think so. I don't, I mean, I just gave you the wrong way and you just went with it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, welcome to our, our quote unquote hundredth episode. Wow. Um. Century mark. Yes. Or the, the pseudo century mark. Hmm. (laughs) <laughs> Pseudo. I'm holding up uh, quotes in the air right now. You can't see them. Yeah, air, air quotes. Air quotes. Um, you know the deal. We're talking favorite video games. Yes. Uh, we've had some great answers so far. Hmm. Clarence Brown. What is your <laughs> What is your favorite video game of all time? Man, this question is so daunting. Favorite of all time. Of all time. Like, what is that one game that gives you the warm and fuzzies? Okay, I know mine is going to be off the beaten path. Good. But 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 this is the one game that I can, like, sit down with and just have pure and utter joy for 15-minute spurts. Okay, it's not a mobile game, but it is the original Geometry Wars for Xbox. I think it was 360 when it first came out, but, man, I love that game. I love that game. Why do I love it? I guess is the question. It's 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 it's, it's, it's a, a bullet hellish game. Um, you know, real simple. Two sticks. Use yeah. the uh, the uh, triggers for bombs. Yeah. And it's very simple at its core, but the things you can do in that game and the 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 whimsy that is on screen when there is like a thousand enemies coming towards your lone ship is utterly just fantastic and fills me with joy awesome i will actually like i i completely respect that choice like i i i play i i haven't played a lot of um geometry wars but what i have played of it i get it like it's it's one of those where you become one with the game Yes, yes. And of course we had different versions. We've had uh, uh Geometry Wars 2 and the 3, but there's nothing like that original. Also, if you remember from that time, uh Xbox was kind of uh Xbox Live was kind of taken off. So, this was a time when you first started to have the scoreboards where you can see your Xbox Live friends and see their scores. So, part of the joy was seeing a friend of ours uh, Carl Miner <laughs> and battling his score, you know, every week, you know, every other day you come back and then see one is top the other. And that's, that's part of the joy of it. And the game is fun to itself, but kind of that first semblance of online scoreboarding and, and battling each other that way, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like the, the, during, during the beginning few years of the xbox xbox 360 uh there was this weird throwback feel to gaming with your friends yes yes even though it even though it was inherently modern <laughs> like there was that feeling of where am i on the leaderboard it's like going to the the arcade and saying oh did 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 ass beat me yet yeah yeah and it is very much like you said, it's very much that arcade feel and for me i think my generation was just past the arcade uh, craze, you know, mm-hmm. uh, my teenage years were, was the, 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 the mid to lower nineties when I first became a teenager. So I, I just missed that eighties arcade craze. 
but I did get a little bit of it, you know, going into uh, the local grocery store or what, whatever it is and, <laughs> and, and playing and, and see who has the high score and seeing if you can somehow get in the top 10 or top three. And this kind of brought that back. And, and I mean, Geometry Wars is very much an arcadey game, you know, so. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's it's a video game ass video game. Like, <laughs> it, it, there's there's not a huge long narrative. There's not, you know, some sort of end game you have to prepare for. It's just, it's it's just twitch. It's just getting it right. Yeah, and and, and just to further talk about Jumper Wars just a little bit, like those. This is one of the games I never thought I'd be able to get to a million to score. And mm-hmm. so so what you do, you know, uh, you go online, you look at. YouTube videos and see <laughs> how in the heck these people are getting these high scores. I can't quite remember what my top score was, but of all time of ever since I've been playing it. But I guarantee you, man, like there's nothing like the feeling of getting to a million in that game. It's it's just beautiful. And to see the chaos on screen is unbelievable and you know that i can go to that game for for my high and i can leave 15 20 minutes later being frustrated (laughs) (laughs) and being overjoyed at the same time yeah yeah like it's it's one of those games where where an outsider walks in and 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 sees you playing it and it looks like chaos yes and it's like like what how are you what is what is happening (laughs) but you're so locked in that you're like, I need to drop a bomb right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, you know, um, if I would, were to mention a few honorable mentions, if, if I'm allowed to. Uh, oh, oh, absolutely. My, absolutely. My, my latest craze is is Rocket League, uh, which I suck <laughs> immensely at. But, you know, it's, it's funny with the some of these online games, you know, you have these kids that are playing pretty much all day you know they get home from school mm-hmm. they jump on the video game and they become very proficient and very good at these games you know any of us older guys <clears throat> late 30s um <laughs> <laughs> the, these more twitch based games are really not for us but there's certainly a lot of people our age who are really good at it so i mean that's kind of me just saying I'm not good at it by saying not for us. <laughs> but, but it's not that it's not for you. It's just you have adult responsibilities that you have to deal with, yeah. and you can't spend all day just playing, you know, car soccer. Yeah, car so- uh, car soccer is so good. <laughs> it's so good. It's so fun. And I, like I said, I'm not good at all, man. Uh, uh, my brother and our friend Carrie is 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 really good at it. But I, you know, I like getting on there, and, and part of it is that same camaraderie and jumping on with your friends and and um being on the same side the same team you know that's part of the fun but yeah that's kind of my latest craze and i'm loving that for anybody out there who hasn't played rocket league first of all where you've been because it's kind of one of the biggest games in the last few years but it really uh, is yeah but but definitely you got to check that one out because it's also fantastic yeah uh, yet another really good good choice like i have greatly enjoyed my time with rocket league oh yeah oh yeah you're you're batting a thousand right now, Clarence. I don't know. I, I want to pick an older, old school pick <laughs> as well. Um, I want to think back from my Nintendo days and and um, just this last one I have to pick because I dearly love this game. Um, not for everybody, but <laughs> Tecmo <laughs> Football, Super Tecmo Football. 
Super Tech Mobile? Super Tech Mobile? No. Oh, yeah, that, that's the name of it. <laughs> I must not love it that much. I can't remember the name of it. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's been emulators for the last 10 years. But anyway, um, Tecmo Super Bowl. That's, that's it. That's Tecmo the word. Tecmo Super Bowl. Oh, man. Oh, man. This, this is one of the first games I played where we'd come to school the next day and just you know, talk about it all day long. And, and there was a particular friend of mine who played with Bo Jackson, which I still consider, consider cheating. Uh, but, but, um, yeah, Tecmo Super Bowl is one of the funnest games on the Nintendo Entertainment System sports games. I, I, I push it off in the sports category. It's definitely one of the, my favorite sports games of all time. And for that time on the Nintendo with the limited graphic power that it had, which seemed awesome at the time. Um, it definitely ranks up there in one of my all-time favorite games, man. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> like, like what's what's funny is is that game seems like just an, a relic of the past, but but um, uh, modders have been like modding it every year. Yes, yes, and and updating all the rosters, which is insane. Yes, there. I I played the latest. They like you said, they release it every year, and I've been playing every year. <laughs> It's ridiculous, and and you know I think the biggest thing is you look at now, you look at how complicated Madden is, you know, right? And Tecmo Super Bowl is so simple, you know. There's simple rules that you can apply to your game to be good at it. You know, you can technically. You, there's no what's the word I'm looking for. There's no real flair into how you play. You can be very technical. You know, when you're running down the field, move move at angles, they won't catch you. You know, <laughs> things like that. <laughs> uh, but 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 nonetheless, fun and you know, a game that can just take you back to those simpler times where it wasn't so complicated. There was a very few uh, a set of buttons to choose from <laughs> for your play. Yep. yep. And you know, and I, I see that you're doing it with your son too, playing some of the older games uh, with your re 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 plays segments on YouTube. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, oh, like watching my son learn how to play Donkey Kong in real time was mind blowing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, it's 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 certainly a different time, man. The kids these days are so spoiled, man. My gosh, they they had it so good. <laughs> they they really do. They, they like they they didn't have to they didn't have to slog through the PlayStation One games. Yeah. Yep. And just the complete lack of graphics. Yeah, and and the thing is, like for people our age, we were around when they were figuring this crap out, you know. Yep. Like now it's pretty much streamlined. Most games come out. Well, I don't know if I should make a statement on the readiness of games when they come <laughs> out, but but most games are good once they're released. They're polished, yep. and we've pretty much figured it out. I mean, the differences are going to be in you know. If if the gun shooting on this game doesn't feel as solid as it does on Destiny, you know, little things like that. But for the most part, yeah. I think we figured it out. There are crappers that come out, of course. But um, for us, we had to grow up through that and grow up through the 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 differences in graphics and figuring control schemes out. And right now, I think we pretty much have it figured out for the most part. Of course, graphics are always going to get better. Uh, I think VR is probably where we're going. Um Hopefully, soon, more sooner than later. But but uh, it's definitely been fun to to be around for these uh, generations to progress to to where we are now. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Well, 
I, I just want to thank you for your time and for all of the help that you provided uh, in, in making Reality Breach work over the past, what is it, what, seven years now? Yeah, man. Hey, well, um, I'm glad to be a part of it. And as always, anytime you need anything from me in the technical department, if I can help, I'm more than winning, willing. <laughs> and here's 200 more. Woohoo! <laughs> uh, well, you can find Clarence on TechPedition. Uh, that's where Riri was born. Uh, you can also catch him on, let me see if I can get this right, Discussing Who, Discussing Comics, the Trek one. And What's Discussing that one Trek. Did, do we, did you, did, has that changed? Is that a new thing? We will not talk about the name that should not be mentioned. But it, but Okay, <laughs> Discussing Trek. Uh, it's all part of the Discussing Network. Yes, which you can find all those shows at just discussingnetwork.com. Well, then let's see who's next. Thanks, thanks Clarence. All right, man. Thanks. It's it's a new segment. It's a new segment. I got a new I got a new guest. Uh, I've got Jarius, the unapologetic geek. How's it What's going, up? man? It's going good. It's going good. I feel good. I, uh, me and my wife are actually watching The Dark Knight. It's the first time watching it. My fourth time, and I'm surprised it's that low. But yeah, I, Wait, I don't know how she likes seen it. The Dark Knight. She's never seen The Dark Knight, but she didn't start watching comics and movies and stuff until i came along in the same vein i never watched six in the city until she came along so i guess we're even in that way <laughs> her friends are all like he's never seen sex in the city exactly <laughs> on the other side like what the hell is wrong with that guy but it that's another discussion for another day but actually i i actually enjoyed those movies and the show a little bit well cool cool yeah well congratulations on the unapologetic geek Facebook page passing reality breached already. Did it really? Number of likes, yes. Wow. Yeah, oh, yeah, well, yeah. I appreciate that. <laughs> What's what I'm excited about in terms of that? That's before I've even done anything else with it. Like I have plans, stuff I've discussed with you, um, as far as what I want to do with that and with the brand. Uh, but I'm very excited just to have 300 and. That's without doing any like of what are those Facebook ads and boost posts and all of that kind of stuff. It's just oh yeah, yeah. That, that stuff gets 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 fishy really fast. It very fast, very yeah. fast. But I'm very excited about it, man. Well, good. I'm 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 happy for you, and 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 I'm happy to have you on uh, Reality Breach in at, like talking about something other than than football and basketball. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank you. <laughs> football, <laughs> basketball, and I'm also not talking about Thanos because that's the other time I was on here. <laughs> well, this time we're talking about video games, and I don't think I've ever had you on here talking about video games. Nah, nah, never. All right, all right. Well, you know the theme, episode 100. Uh, I want to know what your favorite video game of all time is. Okay. Uh,. So you want me to do the favorite video game of all time first, and then we get into the stuff it's, after that? It's, it's your call. It's your call. All right. So You're driving the ship. 
All right, let me start with my honorable mentions. Okay. Um, it was almost Uncharted 2. Yeah. It's almost Uncharted 2. Uncharted 2 is freaking amazing. I remember the first time I played that game. Uh, I was it was like late at night and I had nothing else to do because I took a, a bomb ass nap earlier. <laughs> and I was like, man, I'm gonna be up all night. I was done watching ESPN. It got to the point where Sports Center just kept doing that rerun over and over again. Yeah. And I just popped it in and the opening credits. Or the opening scene with him hanging off the train, you have to climb it. That was some some of the most intense shit I've ever been through in a video game. <laughs> like yeah, I was yeah and it's in the, literally the first five minutes. Exactly, you're hanging upside down, and all this other stuff is going on. You finally get off, and then you get into the game, and it just. When I say that year he came out, that was the summer blockbuster. Instead yeah. of whatever movie was actually in theaters, that was the big summer movie for me. Yes, yes. That, that that game is as good, if not better, than any summer blockbuster you're going to watch. Exactly. Uh, the next one I, that gets an honorable mention is the latest God of War. As someone who's played every game in the series, that one just really blew me away. And maybe, I, don't, I doubt it'll lose its place as time goes on, like the further removed I am from it. But it's one of those games I see holding on for a long time and before that one it was God of War 2 which held yeah. on yeah for the longest is one of the top games I've ever played yeah then, like the new God of War is on my regret list like I just haven't gotten to it yet man oh my god it's the story the way the story is told in game it never breaks for a cut scene it's, it's a beautiful work of art it really is like it's more than just a game and that's what I love about it oh wow Oh, yeah. And, of course, I could get into the Super Metroids and Metroid Fusion and uh, Super Mario World and all of that. But the game that I say is the greatest game of all time for me. Uh, let's be, go careful. Back. Be, be careful, because you just named three amazing games. Oh, yeah, very much so. But when I thought about this, when you asked me about it a couple of weeks ago, and I thought about this, what game gives me the best memories what games, you know, what game really just blew me away. And a part of that is how young I was at the time when I played it and how well it still holds up. And and when did the Dreamcast come out? 1999? Yep, 99 of 99. So my dad walks in, my dad and I, we walked into a place, uh, you remember EB Games? Of course you do. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was in a mall, and we walked in there. And we saw this demo, and these guys were playing it, and uh, my dad was looking at it. He's like, what system is this? And the games, the EB Games clerk, I'm sorry, GameStop will come much later on and buy them out. But the EB Games clerk was like, yeah, this is the newest system. It's pretty cool and all that. And my dad was so taken aback by the game that was being played, he put money down and reserved it right then. That That game is Soul Calibur. Soul Calibur. Soul Calibur for me is the best game of all time. I'm going to tell you why. So Soul Calibur did a lot of things that I may have seen before in other video games, but never everything that I've seen before in one fighting video game. The attack system, the parry system, the Soul uh, Edge system that they had in there, it was just amazing at the time. And this is coming off someone who he, he and his father played Taken for years. Taken 3. <laughs> and Taken 3 was the best thing 
ever in my eyes up until that point. Soul Calibur, even right now, still holds up well as far as the fighting system goes, as far as the uh, smoothness of it, and the cast of characters. There's a reason why Soul Calibur 2 sold as well as it did in Soul Calibur 3, even though it wasn't as great, but still pretty great. It's almost as though, and a lot of people argue that Soul Calibur 2 is the better game, which it may be technically. But to me, three on up to what six is getting ready to come out yep. they're chasing the ghost they're chasing the first <laughs> ever and you had soul blade before that which was on playstation that game was dope it had some dope characters in there as well but what soul caliber did as far as taking it to the next level it just made a, a fighting game that wasn't just a fighting game it was also an experience and there was a lot of depth in there like Soul Calibur, this is how much I played Soul Calibur. I was good with every one of the combatants. Oh, wow. This was after I had unlocked every one. I played every one story, and it was like 20, I believe 22 fighters in Soul Calibur. I played every one story. I played every difficulty from very easy all the way up to, I think, ultra hard. And ultra hard, you had to be on your shit to beat anybody (laughs) on there. And of all the characters, like you would, you know, in some fighting games, you just pick a character just to play around with, but you had your go-to guy. Yeah. Once you start to unravel the layers on the characters, you'd be, you'd surprise yourself with who you would go with for a given fight. And one of my favorite characters is Ivy. Now, I know Ivy it looks great with the S&M thing. Of course, that's what everybody <laughs> knows that <laughs> character for. <laughs> But holy shit, she has two different fighting styles. One with the sword uh, completely together and the other with the sword in the chain whip form. And she is a devastating character. And a lot of people, I was looking at a video where they uh, unveiled that she was going to be in the game as if nobody knew that. But they unveiled that she was going to be in Soul Calibur 6. And I looked at all the comments and everybody was like, this is the best Soul Calibur character. And it's something that I agree with. And that's just when you unravel the layers of that particular character, but honestly, you couldn't go wrong with anyone in Soul Calibur. And my dad and I, God rest his soul, played that game a shit ton. <laughs> like a lot. And it was one of those things, not only a great game on a technical level, it's just the memories that it brings with it. And there were other great Dreamcast games. I could get into Ready to Rumble. I could get into Resident Evil Code Veronica. Uh, I could get into um, it was one game it was also a fighting game I think it was called uh, Plasma Sword that game was crazy where people kind of transformed into other things and then of course Power Stone which everyone Power Stone yeah. that's actually what I was about to say yeah, yeah Power Stone was, who was your guy in Power Stone I can't remember any of them <laughs> I didn't play it enough to, 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 to remember any names I like the guy that turned into like a Super Saiyan from Dragon Ball Z. He had that like that was when you got all, all the stones. His hair went gold and everything, and he was he was definitely a Dragon Ball ripoff. And he was awesome. Um, but yeah, if if you had to to press me for which game is the best game I've ever played, I mean it, it has to be that one. Like I said, it, I judge video games the same way I judge movies and their sequels. Is how how great did they age? And to me, Soul yeah. Calibur. Aged. That's that's really the, the only way you can exactly. do it. Exactly, 
Exactly. And that's why that's why a lot of people won't let go of Nintendo. Because their games age well. Like no matter when you play them, you could pick them up and you could still enjoy yourself. So Yeah. Well, like I I applaud you. Like I'm getting a lot of different answers when I ask the contributors, "Hey, what's your favorite game?" No one has said a fighting game, ah. and no one has said Soul Calibur. And I respect you. Like I'm not a fighting right. game player, but I like I can acknowledge that Soul Calibur is a great game, and I know that it is beloved. So so good job, good choice. Ah, thank you very much. Good choice on all three of them. So how many Mario games? Is- have been chosen because I know it's come up. You know, I don't think anybody. Legend of Zelda. No. Really? No. Wait, one person. Oh. One person. Yeah, yeah. Brittany said uh, the new one actually, Breath of the Wild. <sighs> Ocarina of Time is the one for me as far as that series. <laughs> Ocarina of Time because it was all some Disney shit, man. <laughs> like when he gets the Master Sword and all of that, there's <laughs> some powerful shit going on in there. But yeah. I can't oh, wait yeah, to yeah. listen to the episode and see what else everyone chose. All right. Well, hey, I appreciate everything that you've given to, to Reality Breached over the years, and I look forward to f- future contributions. I know that they're going to be huge. So, uh, again, for your time, thank you for your opinion. And until you're on the show again, have a wonderful, <laughs> Grace, apologetic, unapologetic geekdom, <laughs> or whatever. I don't know how to fucking get. <laughs> kick out of these things obviously man i appreciate it can't wait to come back Okay, well, that does it. Um, that is the 100th episode of Reality Breached. Uh, I thank everyone who, who contributed. I thank everyone who has listened to Reality Breached over the years. Uh, I can't wait for, for, for the next 100. Um, and I can't wait for the actual episode number 100. Wait right there, Sergio Lugo. Wait, what? We hadn't heard your top three games. What would those possibly be? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but I guess you're right. You you are right. I have yet to give my, my my games. Yeah, that's it. How did I forget? How did I how did I forget to do that? I don't know, but our fans want to know, Sergio. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, uh, I, I guess I'll get started. Um, you know, I can't do I can't do just one. There's too many video games, too too many years, too many play hours. Um, but I guess I can do categories like most perfect game. Uh, most played game and most like most impressive game uh okay most perfect game and consequently i would say my favorite game of all time uh, has to be super mario world mm. uh like i had played mario 1 and 2 and 3 on the nes and those were great and they are still great games but like you pick up mario world and it is a Mario mind World, yeah. Mario Mario World is a mind blowing platformer. Yeah, especially if you if you put it against anything else that was released uh, around that time. Of course, games have come and added more stuff and and and, and been innovative. But in, you can sit a five year old down today 
and they will enjoy Super Mario World. Mm-hmm. And th- there's something to be said about something that is so accessible, something that does not age. Age. It's 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 like the Forrest Gump of video games. <laughs> you know, like Forrest Gump is a great movie regardless of when you watch it. You watch it in 94, it's great. You watch it in 2004, it's great. You watch it tomorrow, it's fucking great. It, I feel like that's a different conversation, but I got you. I got you. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, it's it's just it just plays so smooth. So it's just so e- it's so easy to 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 accidentally play hours of Super Mario World. Mm-hmm. Um, let's let's jump to most impressive. Mm-hmm. Most impressive. Um, there's a lot of games that innovate, a lot of games that, that change the games. Like, oh, everything was different after this game. Like, I, I thought about Bioshock, I thought about Uncharted 2, um, but I'm going to go with Shadow of the Colossus. Mm. Like, okay. Shadow of the Colossus is another game that has aged really well. It still it hasn't aged as well, um, but everything from the visuals to the, 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 the whole gameplay mechanic of... There are no, there are no enemies except for bosses, mm-hmm. and the only thing you're given is a sword that points to the next boss, and then you go to the boss, and the whole game is figuring out how to get this boss dead. Did you collect items or anything in that game? Like there was like l- like little lizards or something you could collect. Like there was. But, well, not I mean collect like stars. I'm meaning like, oh, I got a new bow, or I got the bow and arrow. I got the hookshot. No, no, it's just you, a horse, and a sword. You, and you are always that. Yeah, yeah, you are you, a horse, and a sword. Mm-hmm. And it like it not having a definite script. Like there's not much talking. You there you 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 know that there's this this dead princess, uh, but it doesn't really give you much of a story it just gives you a mood and it rides that mood for 13 hours and it's fucking beautiful and <laughs> for them to to like s- squeeze the power that they did out of the PlayStation 2 to this day is one of the most impressive things i've seen in a video game i definitely think that's a conversation for another day like how how people get how X uh, game developers get this out of a game versus other ones getting you know making this product that kind of thing like yeah, you think they yeah. all should be able to do the same thing but they clearly don't right right so, some developers are just better at g- getting what they want to out of the engine and the and and, and the the hardware right uh, and and if we're talking play hours. Like the game that I have dumped the most time into, uh, mm-hmm. the clear answer by a long shot is rock, and its many iterations. <laughs> like I, I still play Rock Band at least once to twice a month. Nice. Uh, I have over a thousand songs in my, my my DLC library. I'm still dropping two or three dollars, you know, two or two to six dollars every time I turn it on, just buying new stuff to play in that stupid ass game. <laughs> And like, I don't see an end to that either. I just I, I love music so much that Rock Band has and Rock Band has given me a way to not only enjoy that music but interact with it. 
Mm-hmm. You know, there are certain songs that I just love to sing, and when those songs get added to Rock Band, I, like I get giddy. I'm like, ooh, I, I I get to sing this now. <laughs> you know, and, and no other game can do that. It's it's you know, it's 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 like you take someone's love for a movie and then create a brand new way for them to experience that movie. It's almost like a theme park ride for your music. <laughs> I can see that. I can see that for you. So, so, so yeah, yeah. Rock Band is a fixture in in my life, and will probably be until I don't have fingers anymore. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess that does it, Reed. Yeah, Sergio Lugo, we sure do appreciate your time and energy invested into Reality Breach and coming back to do your favorite games that you've ever had to play. <laughs> Join us next time on episode 101. That, that's the, hey, it's probably a better better outro than I've ever done. So, yeah, we'll, we'll go with that. Thank you for listening to Reality Breached. Don't forget to check out our other podcasts, the Black Pocket Podcast and the Reality Breached Local Spotlight, all available on realitybreached.com. <laughs>